This week on We Need to Talk, it's Hurricane Henri or Henry or whatever. I don't know. Watch White Lotus. Don't watch White Lotus. Can't figure it out. Modern love back. Feel good. And of course, Big Brother and the Challenge. Good morning. Good morning. It's Hurricane Sunday. It really is Hurricane Sunday. And in honor of that, I I did make myself a small hurricane cocktail. So in addition to putting all your stuff away, hunkering down, battening down the hatches, you were able to get a hurricane together. Well, as part of my hurricane prep, I made sure to purchase white rum and dark rum. (laughs) So I was able to make this cocktail. And honestly, listen, by the time everybody is listening to this, I hope everybody is safe. And I hope everyone has power or at least access to take your mind off of everything and listen to this podcast. Yeah. So cheers. I'm try to do, have a little comic relief. Yes. Maybe some suggestions if you're on your phone and you're streaming right now and you need something to calm you down and chill you out. Maybe we'll give you some good ideas. CJ always calms me down. Let's start it with a little big brother. No, not big brother. Oh my God, challenge. TJ would be really upset if you got TJ. him confused with Julie Chen Moonves. Especially when, he, <laughs> especially when he tells me he's not fucking around and Julie Chen Moonves is praying. Right. All right. Let's start. Well, we both, we have to talk Big Brother and Challenge, but let's start Challenge. Okay. This season is going to be bonkers. Okay. So let me just tell everybody. So the challenge this week was that the two partners split up. One's in a helicopter and one is in a Range Rover. And (laughs) the woman or man that is in the helicopter is throwing bags down to their partner in a Range Rover, but everybody's moving at the same time. It was really amazing. And then once they're done, a giant explosion goes off on the (laughs) runway. Don't worry. Nobody gets killed or injured during this time. I just love it. I don't know how they come up with the shit. I, I say the either. same thing about the Big Brother competitions. I don't know how they come up with the shit, but it's amazing. Anyway, so we and have nobody a- bats an eye. Like TJ says, okay, so here's what's gonna happen. One of you is gonna hang out of a helicopter. The other's gonna <laughs> hang out of a Range Rover. One's gonna throw some stuff. The other's gonna catch it. The whole time you're gonna be moving. They're like, okay. <laughs> I'd be like, wait a minute, TJ. What? <laughs> they're just like, oh, okay, got it. I just don't understand that they're just like, okay. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> and the mixture between these rookies and veterans. Excellent. Um, um, excellent. I'm loving. Now we have Amber back and she's back with revenge. She wants to kill someone. And she's is, a winner. And she's a winner. Season. And yes. she's so upset and angry. Like, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley is crazy. Crazy. Oh, my God. It's making such good TV. And what about this Emmy? Is that her name? Emmy? Mr. TJ? Mr. TJ. I, I was trying to imitate her. Mr. TJ. I lo- <laughs> love I actually, her. I actually love her. <laughs> I was so happy that she won, and I'm loving Ed. I'm loving him. Oh, my I, gosh. He's fine, fine, I, fine. I like Kilts, too, so I was sad to see him go. I'm hoping he somehow gets back in the house. You know how they do that? But I was really happy about the Ed. I think Ed is funny. He's hilarious. Hilarious. I don't know if they did this in previous seasons, but I do love the twist of like, okay, steal this partner, steal this partner. That's super juicy. So now we have Devin and Emmy and Tori and Ed, which I think are going to be great. Yeah. So good. So We have to remember to ask that of Brother Paul. Brother Paul was telling me that there are so many COVID-related situations. That's why they're actually more rookies 
than there were veterans. They tried to keep it even and it wasn't working uh, out because people leaving with COVID. I think this season, it's only been two episodes, but so far yeah, it is so it. good. Love TJ. All right. Now, sorry I screwed up <laughs> TJ and Julie. Julie looked fabulous this week. She did look good. This was a good week for her. God uh, I, helped her out in a big way. I love the Vito Derby. I thought oh my that gosh, was so fun. I loved fun. the Vito Derby. It took me a few minutes to figure out like what's happening. Like <laughs> I, I don't like to put too much brain power into Big Brother, obviously. You're not supposed to be right. struggling. You're supposed to just be sitting there playing Candy Crush and paying attention at the same time. Exactly. But I had to think about what? Who are we betting on? What? <laughs> but listen, as annoying as it was to see Britney cry every week, I was sad that she was out. I wasn't. I was ready for her to go. You were ready. <laughs> the screaming, the crying, the jumping, the rapping over it, over it. Sorry. I'm glad, she, go. I'm glad she's in the jury, though. So she's still part of the game. So that's yes. cool. And now we have what? A SB is the HOH? Yes, SB. Yeah, SB yeah. yeah, situation. We'll see what she does. And we had Odef. And Odef was like super jacked. Do you think that was really Arnold? It I sounded a lot like the real Arnold Schwarzenegger. It sounded like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. It was so good. I loved it. First of all, I always love Odef. But I mean, this one was like super jacked, Odef. Super jacked. <laughs> Exactly. This week was a good week. There was a lot of gameplay. Britney's gone. Odef. Yeah, it was so good. You see that they're trying to bring those dances back, like the one yeah. you, you were asking for. Yeah, my, my uh, voting choreography. They're working on it. It just took them a little time, but they're getting it. I did read over nine people from the crew have COVID, but the show yeah. must go on. Well, look, the good news is there's a thousand cameras, so I hope they're not camera people involved, but I hope they're not the people that build the games because the <laughs> games are so good. <laughs> I think everybody is fine. And I read something like nobody came in contact with the house. So the right. house members. All right, let's stick with a little reality. So we had our Love Island finale, which I know you don't watch. And again, I say you're bugging. And if everybody wants to get their mind off of everything, there are 29 episodes oh, for you to watch Love Island and Olivia and Corey. Best ending ever. I'm, look, I'm not like you. I'm not stalking them all on Instagram. What? Why not? But I am a little stalking to see like, you know, if it's who's together, who's not. So we'll see. Let's talk about some big news that dropped. And that is that the Real Housewives of Dallas will no longer. Well, you know what Bravo does, which is fucking hilarious. They don't say we're canceling. No, they, they just, say it's not coming back for next season. It's like, what is that? Is it canceled or not canceled? I get the feeling that it's canceled because of something, not just COVID related. There were issues. So I think it's canceled. But, you know, they reserve the right to bring it back with maybe one person from before and seven other women. That's well, what they do. They did that with uh, Miami, right? And I well, think they, they did it with Potomac, too. No, they're doing it now with Miami. So Miami's been gone for, I don't know, 100 years. years yeah. And now it's coming back on Peacock. Right. So I don't know. But there will be no more Dallas. Goodbye, Tiffany Moon. I feel like New York is going to be right behind them. I do, too. I think New yeah. York is looking to be either, you know, we're going to take a break. We're going to refresh, so reboot, rebuild, whatever. But yeah, I think New York's going to go through the same thing. Our ladies on Beverly Hills this week had Christmas dinner that looked like Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> like, I don't know. They were eating mashed potatoes and turkey and cranberry sauce. Isn't that Thanksgiving dinner? In my house, I call that Thanksgiving. I, I, I call it Thanksgiving. <laughs> and of course, Hilton does not disappoint oh when she gosh. says, I'm going to have a gorilla. What does that mean? <laughs> like, you know, a gorilla. She goes, like, <laughs> like we all a gorilla. Know. 
I love it. I'm so hungry. I'm going to have a gorilla. <laughs> it makes no so, sense. I love her so much. It's so good. Well, I did check out that show that you recommended to me. And that was, there's one episode on stars. It's called Heels. And I just said we should watch it because I read about it. Well, let's discuss it. So the premise is that it's a small town in Georgia, I believe. And it's about this wrestling company. They put on wrestling matches every week and they're going out of business and they got to do something fast. But it's like, you know, father, son, two brothers. I was expecting it to be like Kingdom. I thought it would be gritty and I thought it would be compelling. I don't know. Something's missing. I didn't love it. I love Stephen Amell. I loved the guy from Vikings is in it. So I liked the cast a lot. Mary McCormick is in it. So great cast. But for some reason, I felt it was missing something. Yeah, it just really made me miss Kingdom. If everyone's listening to this and you have not watched Kingdom, now's the time. It has a good story, I think. I was always interested in the fact that wrestling is basically like scripted. Scripted and acting. And these people are super talented, you know, when you think about it. So that part is interesting. But I don't know if it had characters that are going to make me fall in love with them no. like I did with the Kingdom characters. I thought that the crazy brother was supposed to be like Jay from Kingdom, but right. nobody can beat Jay ever. Jay's one of the best characters I've ever seen in any show ever. Yeah, I agree. So I don't know. It was on Stars. It's only dropping right once a week. Yeah. So yeah. it's not even like a stream it thing. I mean, you guys could check it out. I'm not going to stake this show's reputation on it. You know, you got really <laughs> nothing to do. Okay. But we're not saying stream it. We're saying no. I'm not saying stream it. I am going to transition to a show that everyone should stream because now I finished it and that was hit and run. I'm not finished, but yes, we said stream it last week. It is so good. I can't wait to finish today during the hurricane. If I keep my internet situation going, I will be finishing it. Yeah, it's an enjoyable show. It had a great ending. Don't tell and, me anything. Uh, of course not. But I am recommending that everybody streams that. That is on Netflix. It was in the top 10. Not sure if it still is, but it should definitely be one of your post-hurricane shows. You know what's back in the top 10 is Manifest. It's back. Okay, I, what did I tell you about Manifest? Until I see the signatures, sign Netflix, sign NBC, I will then get back into Manifest. Well, season three is now available on Netflix, so I can I watch told the first you. three seasons. But I'm not watching any seasons until I know it's going to end. I know. I, underst I understand your position, but I did notice that when I was looking at my top tens. Don't stress me out. <laughs> more, than, <laughs> more than I am already. <laughs> Speaking of stress out, I did watch, and I don't know why. Let me explain something to you. <laughs> I read what the critics say. They recommend this show. They don't recommend that show. And then people are constantly saying or reaching out to us. Have you watched this? Have you watched this? So all the talk about White Lotus on HBO. Like oh all my the talk. gosh, with this White Lotus. So all many people have been saying, are you guys watching it? Are you going to watch it? Are you going to talk about it on your show? It's so good. Did you watch all of it? Watched six hours of White Lotus. I'm in I episode four right now. I don't, we really can't talk about it then because honestly, I don't even know what to say. I'm going to quote you. So I far, nothing has happened. What is the show's premise? I love the cast. Yep. Good I, cast. I love Connie Britton to death. I love the whole idea of the music. And one thing I always do love is I love those resort situations. What's going on behind the scenes at a resort, how all the guests are so fucking nuts. That part, that idea, I'm all in. 
sign me up. But the show is bonkers. Well, so far, I don't know what's bonkers about it because so far, nothing has happened. I feel like maybe finish the show. Okay. And then we'll revisit because in the last episode, does everything happen in the last five minutes? No, but things happen. (laughs) I'm questioning my six hours, questioning what happened. I'm already questioning it, questioning it. And I'm in hour four and I was questioning it, to be honest, after hour one. But I mean, people love it. Everybody's talking about this show. Everybody's talking about it. I don't know why they're talking about it. I don't know if I could honestly say skip it or stream it. I have no idea. I I couldn't tell you. We have to remember something. We are the people that told people to watch Ted Lasso before anybody knew what Ted Lasso was. Now there's bandwagons. Now everybody's on the coattails. Now everybody's paying attention to Ted Lasso. Who's (laughs) first? Us. I love how you just say that you put Ted Lasso. On I did. The map. We did. We put it on the map. And now you, everybody's talking about Ted Lasso. You now, are bugging. You are bugging. I want to talk about Ted Lasso in a second. But let's do this. Let's just keep White Lotus out there. I hope everybody finish. I'm gonna finish. I hope everyone's enjoying it. And I'm and already when, bugging. When you finish, <laughs> we can talk about the ending or whatever. Okay. So we'll, we'll come back to that. But now that you brought up Ted Lasso, we decided that we were going to just kind of talk about Ted Lasso when the season is up. Correct. So in October, after we get a million more juicy, beautiful episodes, we'll recap season two. But these last two weeks, I want everybody to watch it. I thought the Christmas episode, which was not this week. It, it was, was last week. Correct. I thought it couldn't get any better than that Christmas episode. Me too. I cried. I I cried. I loved it. This week's episode. Brilliant. Could be by far 30 minutes of the best TV I've seen. The writing is spectacular. Spectacular. Every word. I rewatched it. I rewatched it. It's so spectacularly written. I was just going to say to you before and fingers crossed, I keep my power. I am going to watch that episode over. It'll and make so, me feel better. It'll definitely make anybody feel good. But when's the last time you wanted to watch a show again right after you watched it? I know. I know. When's that, when's that happened to me? We have so many things to watch, and I needed to watch that show twice. I was talking to a friend of mine who was telling me that he's already rewatched season one multiple times. That's how good it is. Yeah, it's so good. But guess There's- what? Who said it was good? There is we no, did. There is no sophomore slump here. No. Oh, oh my God. I would it's better. I almost say that season it, two is better than season one. Agree. It is. Oh, it is so good. It has come out of the gate so good. One so of good. the interesting facts that I read this week about Ted Lasso is that Roy Kent, who is definitely the scene stealer of the show, he was a writer in the writer's room for season one, and he did an audition tape as Roy to get the job, but he was a writer. That's awesome. In Hollywood, the story of how his name is Brett Goldstein, I believe, how he got the job is already a major storyline behind the scenes in Hollywood because he is the breakout star. I love him and I love that character. Love. I love that character. Yeah. And I'm not, we're not going to tell anybody anything that, that what's happening because I know some people, I actually know some people who are waiting for all of the episodes to get put out there and then are going to binge watch it. I don't know how you would wait because I can't wait till October. I can't even wait till next Friday. No. So, yeah. So I open my eyes on Friday mornings, whatever time it is, and I just get up and watch it because I need it so bad. I know. It's really great. All right. So Modern Love, this will cheer everybody up. 
I watched the first one, which was really good. The first one was so good. So Modern Love is a show on Amazon Prime, which came out, was it last year? I don't think so. I think year before. Years ago. It's an anthology series. Yes, an anthology series based on New York Times editorials and just different stories of love, all kinds of love. And it really is so good. And there's always some brilliant people in it. The first one had uh, Minnie Driver, right? Who I normally cannot stand. Oh, I like her. No, I do not. But she was amazing in this. I loved her in this. Yeah, she was great. I've only watched three. I love the first one. I wasn't crazy about the second one and the third one, but super excited that it's back on Amazon Prime. Definitely cheer everybody up. It's what people need. Listen, you know how I feel about Sandra Oh. <laughs> I, I can't stand Sandra Oh, but Killing Eve was amazing, was amazing. And it right. made me kind of take back a lot of the things I said about Sandra. Yeah. And she always has such beautiful hair. So now she's on a new show. Yeah. It's only I think it's only six episodes. Also, it's called The Chair on Netflix. They're yeah. half hour, six, six episodes. I don't know. Uh, she's I watched English. it all. You watched it all? Yeah, I watched one and a half episodes. Is it worth watching? Mm, I don't think so. Listen, I'm bummed because I was looking forward to it and I'm not a huge Sandra O oh fan. Basically, she's the first female chair of the English department at this pseudo Ivy college called Pembroke. I don't like shows that are just so heavy in what they're trying to tell you. Do you know what I mean? I, I feel like that's everything now. That's I why mean, everybody, should really be watching, me out. everybody should be watching Ted Lasso right. and Modern Love. Right. right. I don't want to think so much. We have said before, we like our shows for entertainment, for escape. We don't want the lessons. And this is just too much. I'm just not into it. I did watch the whole thing. I have no idea why I watched the whole thing. No idea. All right. Well, I'm not recommending it to anybody. All right. So I may not even finish. And I know that and this is good if people are looking for a movie tomorrow when this drops. But I did not watch it. But you recommended Coda. Yes. If anybody's looking for a movie, this is a great movie. It's the story of a family that is in the fishing community in Massachusetts, I believe. There's a father and a mother and a son and a daughter. And the daughter is the only one in the family that can hear. So she's in high school. And the, the irony is she's an amazing singer. But they need her as their translator in the fishing community. So that's all I'm really going to say. It's fascinating. I loved it. It's a feel-good ending. Great. It's all good. So I would say definitely stream it. Highly recommend Coda. C-O-D-A, not C-O-T-A. When you go okay. to look for Ted Lasso, don't get sidetracked with Coda because <laughs> it's a secondary situation. Watch Ted first and then Coda. But yes, it was really good. All right. Great. All right. What do we got? We got some other news. I can't even believe this news that Robert Redford turned 85. I'm going to hold it. up my drink for him. He is amazing. Looks amazing. God bless. 85. I can't believe he's 85. Hubble. Oh, my little Hubble. So good. And Madonna 63. So amazing. She looks incredible. Oh, God. Kick ass. Seriously. Kick ass. Unbelievable. And tell us our Travis news. What do we got? We got two, two, two Travises two, for two the Travises. <laughs> One Blue for the first time in 13 years. Holy shit. The other you know, impregnated what, uh, Kylie Jenner again. This is what love does. Love makes you fly again. Oh, yes. Yeah. Again. The other one impregnated Kylie Jenner. 
again, this is their second child. Correct. It will be Chris Jenner's 11th grandchild. Holy shit. Can I just say something because I have to admit it because I'm sort of ashamed of it. So I've already admitted that I'm ashamed of the fact that I was, I was super proud that I was not a Kardashian person. Then during COVID, I sucked it up. I started watching the Kardashians, became a little obsessed with the Kardashians, but I swore to myself, swore that I wasn't going to buy any Kardashian products. Like that's where I was going to draw the line. I wasn't going to. And it was easy for me because I don't wear makeup and all of them have makeup and I don't do that. But I was listening to a podcast with Kristen Bell and Kim Kardashian and Kristen was bitching that all the skims are always sold out. And I'm like, damn, do I really need to buy skims? So sure as shit, I ordered $200 worth of skims and I got to tell you something, people. I love them. I love them. Okay, hold on, because maybe people don't even know what you're talking about. And who's <laughs> making the Skims? Kardashians? Kim and Kanye created this line called Skims. Started out with shapewear. And it's like, now I'm not a shapewear person, so none of that is applicable to me. But in the history of life, I've never been able to find a bra I like. I have an issue where the straps are always falling off, the cups suck. I ordered the Kim Kardashian for every one bra. Incredible. But let's put that even to the side. I ordered, I always see her wearing these furry pants. They're furry. They're like, I don't even know, like cottony pants. I, don't, I can't even explain it to you. And the only reason I never ordered that, well, I didn't order them because I said I'm not giving them a penny, but I decided to order them. And I was nervous because I didn't want pants that made me sweat to death and be hot. These, first of all, these freaking pants. What? These are Kim's pants also? They're called skims, but they're loungewear. And they are the softest lightest, most beautiful. First of all, you're, you're, I'm getting you a pair and you're going to be like, no, Oh my God, you're bugging. Buy a lipstick from one of the girls. No, I don't wear and lipstick. Call I've it never a day. Call it a day. I'm not buying skims, Kim's fuzzy pants. <laughs> I'm I, embarrassed. I, I'm mortified. Yeah. But I, I would never tell anybody to buy something. I'm shocked. I'm why don't shocked. you, why don't you call Oprah and see if it makes uh, her favorite thing? <laughs> I bet it would. <laughs> you are bugging. All right. Because we didn't even know if we were going to have power or a podcast, we really don't have a game. I, know I have I, a game. I made up a quick game. Oh my God, brilliant. What do you got? <laughs> I got a, did I do this in a hurricane before? What the fuck? Okay. <laughs> did you put on your fuzzy pants? Yes. <laughs> no. Okay. So I have four hurricanes and I wrote something that I did during each hurricane and you have to tell me if I really did it. Okay. Okay. So Hurricane Gloria, do you remember that one? Big on yes. Long Island. I was in college. Well, this hurricane would be the first to hit Long Island yep. since Hurricane Gloria. So Hurricane Gloria, I was in college. I was a freshman and everybody on the floor took all their Reebok high tops and we made a pile, 50 pairs. And then you had to find your shoes. Did we do that? Then Hurricane Sandy, <laughs> I made <laughs> spaghetti. Sounds meat. stupid. I don't understand. Why then, you- this is the game. Hurricane Sandy. I made spaghetti and meatballs for a woman with an artificial leg. Hurricane Floyd, I made a needlepoint of the state of New Jersey. And Hurricane Henry today, I will be I, making- First of all, it's not Henry. It's a fucking French hurricane. Henri. Henri. Whatever. I'm calling Thank him you. Henry. <laughs> hurricane Henri Henry, I'm going to be making magic avocado sauce. Okay. So <laughs> the first one is so dumb that it probably happened. 
the shoot, the shoot, shoot thing. The second one, you made what for a person with one leg? Getting a meatballs for a woman with an artificial leg. And the other one, you did a needlepoint of the state of New Jersey. And how would a needlepoint of the state of New Jersey help somebody during a hurricane? It was just something to do. We had no power. <laughs> and I'm sure you're making magic, whatever it is. I'm sure it's a TikTok magic <laughs> avocado sauce, whatever the fuck that is. I'm going to go with the I'm going to go with the spaghetti and meatballs. No, incorrect. I never made a needlepoint of the state of New Jersey. <laughs> well, I'm glad I'm glad that that one is actually the right one because it's so ridiculous. But I figured you could be making a needlepoint. That'd be something you would do. Yeah, I could. I yeah, just yeah. have never really done that. But yeah, I could do it. All right. What is magic avocado sauce? It is a recipe that I did get from TikTok <laughs> that I will be making and letting you know if it's good or not. What is it, though? Like a like a guacamole? Put, no, it's thinner. You put it in a Cuisinart. Supposedly, according to the TikTokers of the world, you can put this sauce on anything. So you you'll put, put it like on a piece of chicken or something. You can put it on chicken. You can put it on salad. You can put it on fish. You oh, can just dip nice. your vegetables in it. You can do whatever. I'm going to give it a shot. Bring um, it to the dip party. 1,000%. You could definitely bring it to the dip party. All right. Well, I'm interested to see how it goes. On a one quick side note, I didn't DM anybody famous this week. There's a gelato war going on in my town right now. Huge gelato war. And I'm feeling really bad for the gelato family that opened the first place. What does that mean, that they as a competitor next? Right across the street from each other. One opened a little while ago, and it's adorable. It's Instagrammable. It's got all cutesy stuff. It has vegan gelato, and it has a little outdoor backyard. Super cute. Love it to dad and his daughter, and I love everything about it. But then, directly across the street, a gelato terrier that reminds me of something that's from Italy with the chairs and the floors and the little wafers with the stamp on it that opened with lines at the door and social media like crazy. And we tried that one yesterday. I felt so bad because you go to the new one and the line is out the door. You go to the one that opened four weeks ago and it's empty. So I felt so bad. And I will say I DM'd the original owner and said, listen, just keep it up because the new one, it may be bells and whistles, but the actual taste of the gelato is just not as good as yours. So oh, I did DM them. Okay, very nice. Yeah, I, I feel mean, so bad for them. Your town, yeah, what's, what's happening in that <laughs> gelato town? Gelato wars. The gelato war, I love it. All right, well, stay safe, everyone, and we'll hopefully be in better spirits next week. Cheers. Love you. Cheers. Ya. Love you. If you need to talk to us, Check us out on Gmail at we need to talk pod 2020 at gmail.com. Facebook, we need to talk the number two. Instagram, we need to talk podcast. And Twitter at need to talk pod. And of course, check us out on any of your podcast platforms. Rank us, leave a review. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>